Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Ladies and gentlemen, podcast fans and petrol heads, are you ready to be entertained? Welcome to episode 34 of the world-famous Two Vets podcast, Arena Spectacular. Are you ready to rumble? Get ready for high-octane adrenaline pulsating action as we bring you all the thrills and spills that will give you chills where you know that too much talking of pets is barely enough. I am Dr. Robbie Andert and I am joined by the 11-time world freestyle podcasting champion, the people's hero, it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. G'day, Robbie. I love that, mate. How you doing? Oh, mate, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loaded on Monster Jam adrenaline. I was going to say, either you've been to the to the wrestling, yeah. or, you, or you've been to some kind of racing, or uh, the the what is it? The what, where'd you go today? The Monster Trucks. Monster Trucks. Monster Trucks out at Amy Park with Ruben. Yes, the Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was funny. I was, I was, we were at dinner with um with April. Oh Stella, yeah. Stella's gone off to a sleepover tonight. Yeah. And. Uh, we were at dinner with April and I was like, oh, Robbie's at the monster truck. She's like, what's that, Daddy? And we're going, oh, you know, well, it's, you know, they've got big wheels and, and she goes, oh, really big cars. And I said, no, the cars are sort of about the same size, maybe a bit bigger. And she goes, all oh, right, can you show me? So I've got a video up on YouTube. Yes, yeah. And like the car, the car's done one jump. Yes. And it's like, she's like, oh, that's really cool. And I've gone, yeah, you know, but there's another 30 minutes of this video <laughs> doing the same jump over and again. And she goes, yeah, Dad, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was. Um, I reckon if ever you were really have wanted to have a really good chance of winning yourself Nickelback's new album on uh, <laughs> Triple M's Rocktober, you know, calling competition today would have been the day because I don't think there would have been many other Mel- uh, Triple M <laughs> listeners around in Melbourne that weren't at the Monster Trucks today. Really? Oh, a lot, a lot yeah. of Nickelback T-shirts. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. There was. A, well, I think a lot of Nickelback listeners. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily in my element, but. Uh, Pretty good fun. It was good fun. It was pretty good fun. Ruben enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, cool. It was, well, yeah, on the video they had. The, I don't know if it was your video, but they had the, some cars that were parked around the arena, sort of orange cars, obviously, you know, for them to the smash up, cars. smash up, yep. or, or whatever. And we got to spot in the video, and they're doing jumps over the cars, going, "Geez, you, you'd be worried if you parked in the arena today, wouldn't you?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I, I said that to Ruben because they are like outside of Amy Park, where the it's one of the car parks. That's where they had the pit party, where right. you could go down and sort of walk around and meet the drivers and all that sort of stuff. Nice. Um, and uh, and I said to Ruben. Geez, you wouldn't want to make sure you didn't actually park your car in here today, yeah. would you? He's gone. What, Dad? Really? I said, Nah, mate. I'm only pulling your leg, man. It's okay. Did you uh, Did you pull out a media pass, mate, and try and just just sneak on in? You know, oh, with sh- two vets, talk pets. Yeah, carry yeah, the yeah. mic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, media pass, media yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah. maybe I should have because the lines were long to go and meet the drivers. Were they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the good thing is, is that there's um they've actually got two two women drivers as well, and one one's Australian. You know? Wow. So, well, there was there was um I think three Aussie drivers there today. So That's fantastic. Yeah. Who's your favourite, mate? You got your favourite? Oh, um, big I, 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 Obviously, big I, I, yeah. I went in completely ambivalent, just enjoying the 
you know the the spectacle. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. God, tell you what, <laughs> Max D was pretty awesome. Max D. Max D. Bringing it. Max High octane. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom 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 Mency, um, They they lined up. So over the big jump, they had six monster trucks lined up, and he jumped over all of them, Whoa. and and then landed, and then toppled and rolled and smashed his car. So right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. Pretty good fun. It was good fun. Yeah, it was Sounds good like you fun. had a good time. Yeah, yeah. And Ruben loved that. That's the main thing, yeah. mate. I'm, I'm going to have to start listening to Triple M see if I can win myself a Nickelback <laughs> CD. <laughs> Well, you're wearing the T-shirt, so it's good, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> Who'd you steal that off? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some some guy while he was trying on a grave digger T-shirt. You know, just <laughs> swipe. That's all right, yo. Yeah. Sell guy, it on eBay. I thought it was just a guy there standing, ripped his shirt off in such excitement. You've got oh, it's a freebie. I'll yeah. grab that. <laughs> oh, hey, something I wanted to bring up from last week. You know how you're going to um, talking about sending um, the. Duke and Duchess of yeah. you know whoever wool, um, yeah, you know, the whatever. Royals. Um, uh, are you going to stick put some stickers, uh, some of the podcast stickers in there? Yeah, yeah, certainly could. Yeah, that, I'd, I'd give that a crack and just say, like, just just hand right on the back, say, look, you know, not for nothing, but you know, if you could happen to take a picture of this <laughs> and just. And just, just post it, you know. Just on the on the back of the carriage, you reckon, mate? Just a t- two vets talk pets podcast just, bumper sticker, just on the back of the carriage. Horses there, yeah. Maybe on the horse's butt. Well, or I wouldn't even maybe even just stick it on your dog's water bowl, right? And right. just and just let your dog do that. And how about how about if we run it? You guys do that. You know, we'll do, donate some money to a charity or something like that for you. We'll try and try and put some oh, for that yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You cash, know, so cash for comments, guys. Cash for comment. What cash for charity? You <laughs> know, it's charity. It's great. Do, do the dogs even? Have, I don't think they have a bowl, mate. I reckon they have a fountain. A, fa- <laughs> a font. Yeah, well, well, fountain. Yeah, they should still be able to get a sticker. Oh, um, when I was running the marathon, I had one of the stickers stuck to my back. Oh, did you? I didn't yeah, notice. yeah, yeah. No, oh. no, because it fell off. <laughs> Ooh. Fell off around Ooh. Albert Park. That's so. the only reject in the 5,000 stickers I got printed, I reckon, that one. I think it absorbed about 30 mils of my sweat before it fell off. Some some girl ran up past me like I was standing still. She's gone, oh, your sticker's fallen off and patted me on the back. Oh, oh yeah, thank you. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Be gentle. Yeah. Oh, well, we're obviously on the sticker, mate, we've got a new logo that we've got done. The listeners yes. might have noticed a new new logo. Might, might have had trouble finding us on the iTunes because we, we look a bit different now. We look a little... Uh, look a little bit special now. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Caricatures done, mate. Yes. And when we're doing when we were doing you know, the 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 logo, I was trying to work out are we yeah are we are we Lewis and Robbie or are we Robbie and Lewis? Yeah, right. You know what role's better? And I was sort of talking to Dev about it, and then I spoke to you. I think. Yep. And, and I think the consensus went Lewis and Robbie. Correct. So I'm first. You're yes. second. Okay with that, mate? That's fine. Good? I'm yeah, happy with that. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. Don't want to think there's any issues. You know that I've, I've because I, I helped design the sticker that I've gone. Yeah, I'll go first. Thanks, mate. Yeah. It's all good. Dude, I've, I've been running second in two horse races my entire life. It's fine. It's not a you know I've developed quite a quite a good uh, 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 you know, personal immunity against disappointment. Oh, of Co- running coming, second Coming it's second fine. mate You know that's a real Gentleman thing of you to do Yeah that's Co- Coming fine, second mate. all the time Good yeah, on you mate That's right You know yeah, yeah, that's, that's Take one for do. the team yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that's going No no <laughs> A bit, bit of feedback this week too mate Is, Yeah uh, A couple of weeks ago I think I started doing A few singing things Just getting Right Singing a few songs Yes it Didn't go down well With the listeners Wow so I've been told No more singing from Lewis you, You're fine mate Singing vet All good Fantastic Yeah myself no Who yeah, was getting stuck in you About that Was oh, it your dad All over this It's my dad well, actually, I did speak to Daddy. He thought he thought the marathon was a bit long. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely concur with him on that. It was, it was about twenty-two kilometres too long, I reckon. Oh, there you go, there you go, Doctor Kirkham. You got a consensus there. Yeah. The marathon's too long. <laughs> and also, got a new listener. Yeah, I've found out. Uh, what 
A new listener, mate. A new listener. Fantastic. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the family. My my, my brother-in-law, Dave, is a listener. Oh, really? Yeah, so shout out to Dave. Excellent. G'day, mate. Uh, Hopefully uh, you're not at work at the moment listening and everyone's looking at you going, what's going on? (laughs) But uh, yeah, listen up. You might might, might learn a few things. Well, Ruben's kinder teacher, he was telling me that that his kinder teachers listened. Right. Really? Fantastic. Yeah. What did Megan think of it? I I didn't ask. I go, oh, well. Do you know the name? Shout out, mate. No. Yeah, Megan. Oh, but you sorry, Megan. Megan. You say Megan. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Not, not Megan Merkel, but, yeah. but, but Megan, Megan. But Megan, the kindergarten teacher. She's not pregnant. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Not. I, I haven't asked. She, uh, no, I was just saying. You mean me, Megan, Megan Merkel? Harry. I haven't asked her either. Yeah. No, she's I'm, pregnant. I'm a, I'm a, well, well, you're assuming. That's just what the media says. Do we need to edit some of these? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lewis. Yeah. Right now, imagine. Right. Imagine you were a rabbit. Oh, damn! I was purring already. A right, rabbit. Ima- Ooh, imagine yeah. you're a rabbit, right? You know, and, uh, and oh, hang on. Oh, what's up, Doc? Yeah, that's, that's it. What do now? Imagine you're a rabbit, right? And and you were um, you you were not only stressed, but you're also um really jealous, right? You're right. you're stressed because you got anxiety problems, you yeah. know, and you're not dealing well with life, yeah. right? But you're incredibly jealous because your your family's got a dog. It's got anxiety as well. Oh. But it's getting the dog's on something, right? right? You know, and the the rabbit looks at the dog, and the dog's on Zilkeen. and the rabbit goes, "Gee whiz, I wish I was on that." He's How does ve- that make you feel? He's a very chilled dog, is he? He's a chilled yeah. out dog. Yeah, well, probably probably worse than the, the Easter Bunny, I guess, when he's run out of eggs, I suppose. Well, it'd be terrible, yeah, wouldn't it? Stressed, uh, stressed to the nines, mate. Poor rabbit, but lucky dog. Yeah, lucky, lucky dog. dog because the owner went to the vet and. Now it's on some Zilkeen. Zilkeen. Good yeah. product, mate. Absolutely, Big yeah. Big supporter of the show. What's in it again? Uh, See, Alpha. you oh, always try and get oh. me because you have it written down on your piece of paper. <laughs> no, no. And when I try no, and hit Vita you with Kinol. it. Vetakinol. Vetakinol. I'm not talking no, about who it? makes it, you goose. Oh, what's in what's it? What's in it? Yeah. Vetakinol. No. Alpha Cazazepine. Oh, so there uh, you go. Booyah. Yeah, gotcha, yeah you got it written on the back I, of the I, toilet I, door. I'm a behaviourist, mate. I've got it written on my eyelids. Um, and, and But mind you, though, if that rabbit was so stressed that it ended up with dermatitis, we know some people oh, who might be able to help. Veterinary dermatology clinics, mate. Absolutely. Accepting all skin referrals for all your itchy dogs, cats, uh, uh, lace monitor, perhaps. I don't know if she's Danny C's lace monitors, but yeah, maybe. But, don't but, know. But if you've got one, go and see her. Why not? See, why yeah. not, eh? Uh, so she sees skin referrals. So if you've got a dog that's got an itchy skin, you're frustrated. Yes. Really, really common. Want uh, want want to get some some specialist advice? Check, go and see Dr. Danny Hulahan at uh, Veterinary Dermatology Clinic in Sydney, Canberra, Tassie, everywhere. I reckon everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and where Uluru, can they find them? Uluru, maybe the yeah, big rock. Possibly haven't checked. No. Yeah, Madagascar. Not sure. Not sure either. But, but for a fee, I yeah, imagine she would. <laughs> <laughs> and where, where can they find out about uh, Danny and her wonderful? Uh, uh, all over Google, but I think hit them up on Facebook. They've got a Facebook page, Veterinary Dermatology Clinic. And you can get onto those guys and find out where Danny is heading to next and when she'll be in your area. Because we are smack bang in itchy season. So, oh, you know, yeah. dogs are itchy, cats are getting itchy, fleas are popping out everywhere. So, it's you know, if spring. you're... Yeah, so if you feel like you've got a dog that's uh, that's not really necessarily travelling all that well, have a talk to your vet about whether or not maybe, uh, you know, getting a referral might, uh, might be a good idea. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Now, mate, in the news this week... Yes. Article from Nine, Nine News. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, the, the news, yeah, the, the news. hitch, Peter yeah. Hitchener. He's retired, isn't he retired? I don't know, the hitch is still there, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Do you watch it? I don't no, watch it. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no time. Yeah, no We're time. recording. No running marathons yeah. and recording, you know. Running a business. Yeah, absolutely. Mariage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man critical after dog rips off his genitals. Okay. No, and I didn't see that one either. No, you didn't see that. You no. Didn't, see, didn't hear about this, mate? That, that, that wasn't why the hitch had to retire, was it? Ooh, no, it's not about Peter. Oh, good. No. Not about Peter. Melbourne's own Peter Hitchener. Pretty sure he's intact. Oh, good. Entire. Excellent. I'm glad. And are so you, is Peter. A UK man. Oh, so it's in the UK. All right. Maybe that's why it wasn't on the news in Melbourne. A UK man is in a critical condition after having his genitals completely bitten off in a dog attack. Yow! The man was at a party. Oh. In Haddington, Scotland. Right. When an English bulldog, oh. believed to be his, attacked his groin. They don't have big mouths, though. No, yeah, but the it's Scotland, th- so it's cold. Teeth. Well, you can probably get a lot of. Yeah. Trying to say it was a small, small, uh, <laughs> small chop off. A horde of The animal completely swallowed the man's organs. Oh, good. So God. doctors will not be able to reattach them, oh, reports the Times. Good God. Could oh. you imagine endoscoping the dog? Yeah, well, or making it vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are. We have dogs that come in, they've eaten a chocolate cake, maybe. Uh, or, or a sock. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I've sock. had a couple of dogs vomit up socks before, you know. Well, it doesn't say if it was in a sock or oh, with no. a sock. <laughs> so at what point, you know, what point do you go, oh, it's too late to, for, to make the dog vomit? It's so, all protein. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If it's, if it's within 20 minutes, surely you can bring it up and reattach it. <laughs> I don't know how good gastric acid would be. It's a fairly sensitive part of the anatomy well, over your head. Yeah, you know, quick, wouldn't it? pH is pretty low in that sort of environment. No, no point waiting for it to pass. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. A 22-year-old man. So he's only a young fella, oh, poor guy. Crikey. Was taken to the Edinburgh Infirmary by the Scottish Ambulance Service and later transferred to the Western General Hospital where he remains receiving treatment. Oh, dude. The man was placed in an induced coma and has not been interviewed by police. Mm. Police. What's that interview? What are you, what are you saying? Oh, oh, what happened? Ah, uh, dog bit my... Bit my thing off. Yeah, yeah. gee whiz. I mean, you f- you feel for the dude. I mean, yeah. gee whiz, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. and, and so you know, uh, crikey, you know, lighthearted and all that sort of stuff. But oh man, that poor dude. But oh crikey, you well, know, that's a, the bulldog has been placed in a kennel while police continue to make inquiries. Do you reckon there's some uneasy male staff at the at the kennel there, mate? Just going, uh, uh Sharon, if you could just check out the bulldog in in, in, in cage four, thanks. I'll I'll do cage five. Or maybe maybe they're uh, heading down to the sports store and getting themselves some cricket protectors. Maybe, yeah, you know, just put that in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, just to you know, instead of wearing the stack hat on the head, they've got it around the uh, yeah, you know, the the, yeah, the, the more box. sort of they've the, the, the gusset area. They've got a yeah. box on, you reckon? Mate? Yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Now, what do you? <laughs> we got to move on. Right. Um, what now, do you got, mate? So, um, yeah, we were talking about um, magpies the other yes. day. You know, yes. And um, uh, the grand final is that uh, we had again? Well, no, no, no. We've moved on from that. It's cricket. Oh, okay. It's cricket season cricket, now, mind oh, you. Though oh. the Australian cricket team sucks anyway. We so do um, atrociously. Now, suck. gee, Warney reckons that it should sack seven of the seven of the players. Oh yeah, seven of the team, and and just hire seven Warnies. Bring back Booney. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so magpies, mate. Yeah, so, um, oh, now, I, this is the time. All right, while you're trying to find it, you I'll try find that because I did else, have mate. it, and now, now, now we, 
are being replaced by robots. I'm a bit concerned. This is an article. Yes. Out of the AVG, Australian Vet Journal. Oh, wow. <laughs> Here we and, go. And artificial inter- intelligent carriers owners are talking about... You nearly said something else. Did I? Artificial did I? insemination. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not You say didn't? That. <laughs> Nowhere near it. Alpha Cazazepine. <laughs> Stop calling me names. <laughs> <laughs> Artificial intelligence encourages owners to talk about pets' problems. Right. Today's veterinary business reports a US-based company has released a new app known as My Pet Doc. That's with a D, Doc. Right. Which is compatible with Amazon's Alexa smart devices. Utilising data from real conversations between veterinarians and consumers... Possibly this podcast. Yes. Yeah, we're veterinarians having a chat. Absolutely. And consumers. We're utilising technology. Yes. Through the company's online ask.vet service, they've created an artificial intelligence program which communicates directly with consumers. Right. This program allows consumers to ask questions and is smart enough to address five common conditions in a dog or cat. Do you want to have a go at any of the five, mate? The five, five common, common conditions. conditions. What do you see commonly? Uh, so, ear infection. Really? Close. What? What, what happens when you get an ear infection? What do they do? Oh, scratching ears. So, so, we're looking for clinical signs, are we? Uh, oh, jeez. You're getting technical, man. Uh, lameness? No. No. Um, a, a coughing? Vomiting? Oh, how'd you guess that one? Yeah, because you look <laughs> like you're trying to gag up a you know, piece of genitalia. Some... some yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be a bigger wretch than that, mate. <laughs> or perhaps not in Scotland, where it's very Scotland. cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a vomiting one. But vomiting, diarrhea, itching, eye issues, and urinary problems. Right, yes. Now, the thing I don't know is how's the app going to cope with the, the 10 photos of diarrhea that I get on people's phone in a day, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the dog did this diarrhea. Here's a photo of it. It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. That's diarrhea. But what about what about you can get a photo of a tissue and go, it just vomited that up. So like, what, you clean the floor with a tissue and that's a photo of the tissue? <laughs> yeah, how's that going to help me? Mind you, though, it's better than when we graduate and actually bring the diarrhea into you and you get the, yeah, they brought in the, the, the steaming, horrible, stinking thing. Oh, yeah, we've just got the place to, to file that. It's out the back, you know, out in the outside <laughs> the back door. That's the thing, I don't mind the photos because, you know, it's, A, it's not my camera that's got the photo of the dog poo in it, but B, it's, uh, you can't smell it. it one good. photo's good, but when they start scrolling through, you're like, really? It's just poo. <laughs> another angle yeah now yeah this is portrait mode yeah, from different angles this is portrait this is on it yeah i'll put a filter on this yeah one. this has got a clarendon filter <laughs> from, from instagram <laughs> yeah this one i put some uh, some rabbit ears on it from here <laughs> and a little tongue and dog ears <laughs> right, exactly. yeah, yeah. lovely thanks so i don't know how it's going to cope with that the company expects to add eight other frequently asked about conditions and include more animal species species in the coming months wow if the owner requires more information or advice on their pet's condition, they can then be directed to speaking with one of the company's online veterinarians. Great. Hello, you are speaking to Dr. Kirkham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Sven and I, I'm, I, am your, I am your doctor. It'll be like that voice from, um, uh, you remember the old Radiohead Hal? album? Hal, yes. Hal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help you, Dave. <laughs> you know too many movies, I just yeah. knew Hal. <laughs> Dexter? What about Dexter? Dexter. Yeah, Dexter. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the compatibility of your yeah. dog having diarrhea is 75%. <laughs> hey! Yeah, the compatibility of it being this condition is 3%. Da-da-da-da-ding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of it being cancer, 97%. Oh, <laughs> it's not a tumour. <laughs> when answering consumer questions, my pet doctor tets keywords, and if it's determined that a pet may have... Diarrhea. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tick. Yeah. Oh, I know about that one. <laughs> it, it determines... Uh, if it's determined that a pet may have an urgent health issue, the, cat, the chat is cut short. Oh. And the consumer is directed towards seeking urgent veterinary care. Oh, wow. Thank you. So, oh, at least they're doing some triage there on the, the My yes. Pet Doc app. Fantastic. There's no word yet on whether the app will be available in Australia in the near future. Good. Phew. Still got a job for a while. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're going to be one of the, uh, the the people waiting there as, you know, Dr. Uh, yeah, Dr. Hell style. Yeah. For, for when the, on, the online veterinarian. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But once they've gone through all the questions, they go, oh, and are the gums blue? Yes. Oh, hang on. We'll put you onto the vet. Oh, <laughs> yes. awesome. Yeah, yes. thank you very much. Is the dog breathing? No. Oh, is it itching? No, it's no. not breathing. Is it got diarrhea? No, it's not breathing. Oh, okay. Let me just go through this question. Yeah, one more time. Yeah. Are you sure it's not itchy? <laughs> Check its ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. You uh, got something on magpies? So, magpies. Yep. Now, um, if you... So, this is from uh, ABC News. If you... And this is only just from the other day as well. The if People's Broadcaster. The People's Broadcaster. If you love feeding magpies, your kindness could be killing them. Whoa. Right there in the headline. There you go. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what we're talking about here, so, um, you know, call back from Brisbane, you know, people about, you know, I'm oh, magpies and they're bad, but oh, why don't you feed them and then they like you and everything's yeah. great, you know. Yeah. Um, feed them your fish and chips. You're not meant to do that? No. Well, so, um, so the bad news is the treats magpies, uh, the, is it the treats magpies... Oh, crikey, I've just realised that this is really bad editing. This is what it says. <laughs> the bad news is that the treats magpies we give magpies... Oh. At, so it's not my fault. Oh. This is what happens. See, ScoMo, you take money out of the ABC and they can't afford good editing, which then means I make a fool of myself on the podcast. ScoMo, your fault. It's nothing to do with the fact that it's Saturday night and you're on your fourth beer, mate, is it? <laughs> Four and a half. No. Um, <laughs> monster trucks, man. Um, <laughs> uh, have the potential to harm them and kill their young. Right. So, um, uh, Brisbane bird, an exotic animal vet, and I've actually checked her out. She is actually a specialist. Dr. Deborah Monks said... Oh, raw yeah, monkey. Really? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know Deborah? Yeah, oh, monkey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crikey, yeah. that's right. Debbie Monk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> no, uh, raw, never heard of it. Raw meat and mints, although popular, did the most damage to magpie health. I wouldn't recommend raw mints on its own because it doesn't have enough calcium in it. Dr. Monk said, Dr. Monks said people who fed adult magpies raw meat wouldn't see the effects it had on their young in the nest, but veterinarians regularly saw birds with weak and disfigured bones. We certainly see babies where the parents have been supplemented with mints. Their bones are soft and break, she Whoa. explained. Yeah, how about that? Cheese and bread should be off limits to magpies too, she said. I would say no to dairy products. Croc and if you monsieur? Croc monsieur, okay. Croc, who's that? Croc Monsieur. What's that? French cheese sandwich. Cheese sandwich. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> sanger, mate. You know? Gee, you might and cheese, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Toasted. It's great. Yeah, put it in a scroll too from Baker's. Um, uh, and if you have to feed other treats, give magpies a teeny tiny amount of oats and maybe a teeny tiny oh. amount of nuts in minuscule portions. I wouldn't recommend bread because it's a carbohydrate and it's not really what they're designed to eat in the wild. Um, well, you're so not meant to feed your dog nuts either. Are you? Nuts, that first dog. The first fed, dog. Still choking on the nuts. Meat, I think. meat and potatoes are okay, <laughs> but not the you know, yeah, not, not, no, the not, 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 not the not the you know just, figurative kind. Just small nuts. Small. 
Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> Welcome to it's our Scottish. up there. Welcome know? to our Scottish sisters. I'm yeah. sure it's not that cold. No, no, no. <laughs> maybe Mariah from uh, that from that vet life. Oh, yeah, yeah. She should be listening. She should be listening. Yeah, up there at the Royal Dick Uni. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, mate. You should be loving the shout out. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, hey. all, all the students. She's got all the students there listen to us. Oh, so oh. shout out to all the uh, Scottish students. You, you mean all the it. kids of the Royal Dick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's right. Awesome. All the, all, all the students of the Royal Dick. I wonder if that article's on their front page. Oh, it might be. Yeah. I don't know. You should let us know. Hit yeah, us up on Insta. Send us a line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take a picture of it. Yeah. Um, Give so us a five-star review on yeah, iTunes. That'd be great. Yeah, love we to. haven't had one for a while. Yeah. No. Um, so, uh, Dr. Monk said that if people insisted on feeding, they should get to know what the magpies ate in the wild before offering up any more treats. They're carnivores, so they eat dead animals. <laughs> Where are you meant to find those? What's mint? Yeah, mint yeah, is a dead animal. Yeah, yeah, right, eh? Oh. Um, and they'll eat some insects and things like that as well. I guess the important thing is that they eat all of the animal rather than just the meat part of it. My number one gold standard choice would be to feed something like an insectivore rearing mix because that replicates what they would have in the wild. Wow. So, so Dr. Monk... Dr. Monks, bird specialist, knows exactly what she's talking yeah. about and is completely fun-sponged out anyone that feeds magpies mints. Well, what so, if she's a listener, mate? Just well, if she's a, if she's a listener, hit us up. We'd love to talk to you, Dr. Monks, because yeah, get on you know, the show. It's, it's a podcast and we love content. Yeah. So, so <laughs> get on and tell us, tell our listeners what they can feed magpies. That and, would be awesome. And our listeners know not only do we like good content, we've got a lot of bad content too. Yeah, so. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. More than welcome to have you on the show. But where do you get the, what was it, the, the in, herbivore mix, the insectivore mix? In, insectivore rearing mix. You could probably pick it up on Amazon or something how, like how that. How do they get that in the wild, though? What, do they just pop down the shops and... Can uh, I, I make any insectivore rearing mix? They, they order it on fa- Facebook Marketplace. They just look for it on that. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, so it's yeah. used, second hand. Absolutely, yeah, second yeah. rearing mix, right. <laughs> oh, there we goodness. go. So, yeah, magpies. You know, if you're going to feed the mints, maybe they need calcium. Well, maybe. Here's, here's something else. that uh, yeah. On on your, your bird stuff, we'll get the, the monkey down to do a chat about. Yeah. Nirvana eggs owners need to rehome four thousand chooks so they can retire. Oh crikey! So this is this is in the Cranbourne leader, mate. Cranbourne. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Welcome to our Cranbourne <laughs> listeners. It's where Mum and Dad live. Is it? Hi, Mum and Dad. Is yeah. it? Yeah. G'day, g'day, uh, Mum and Dad. <laughs> Robbie's Mum and Dad. <laughs> g'day, Mr. and Mrs. Anderson. <laughs> is that right? Absolutely. I'm used to it. Yeah. Vedicinol. Yeah, I'll get yeah. your surname wrong. Sure thing, Kirkham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kirkman. Uh, Langwarren South Farmers, Evren Hanos, Babas. Langwarren South, that's where I went to high school. Really? Yeah. Do you know Nirvana Eggs no. Farm? Uh, oh. well, what do you know Evren Hanos, Babas? Well, I went, I went to school with an Eva. Well, maybe it's her. It might be her. a photo of her. Yeah, show yeah. me. <laughs> Show me. Let me see the diva that I went to school with. <laughs> she looks about your. <laughs> nah, I didn't go to school there. <laughs> That's not the Eva I remember. Eva. <laughs> Just a little listen. I say was about a sixty-five-year-old woman holding a chicken. A chicken. <laughs> yeah, did, didn't go to school with that Eva. <laughs> you know. The, yeah. <laughs> 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 it actually says the Eva. Grade one was the best 17 years of her life, mate. So oh, there you go. There mate, might you. have been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, Eva and Yai. 
From Nirvana eggs. Ava and Eva has hatched a plan for a well. She's hatched a plan. Oh, the sub editors had a field day there. Oh, it gets better, mate. Nice. Oh, I can't stop laughing. I'm, this I'm story is going to be excellent. <laughs> yeah, wait for it. it yeah, gets better. Uh, it's going to be a real flop in a minute. Nice. Uh, the, uh, I think it's so, a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> so Eva's and, and her husband. I can't say his God. Name. Sorry, mate. I'm going to stop yoking around now. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Sorry, All mate. You're talking puns. You're turning white. <laughs> Uh, easy over, mate. Easy over. <laughs> uh, they've hatched a plan for a well-earned retirement. The pair will close their farm, yes. Nirvana eggs, and sell their much-loved chooks after a quarter of a century. So how long ago at your school, mate? Uh, yeah, no, it would have been about that, then. Yeah, that's when that's when Eva left school and set up yes. her <laughs> eggs. Uh, a quarter of a century supplying the region with free-range eggs seven days a week. Oh, cool. This will be our first New Year's Day since opening. That we'll have a chance to sleep in. Oh, well, there Eva. you go. Uh, we can't wait to get out and go fishing, said Janos. Yeah, right. Janos. We, we haven't really seen Victoria. We've never seen the Great Ocean Road. Right. And can't wait to go to Sovereign Hill. She goes, yeah, no, I could save him, save him three hours there. Maybe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, just get the, 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 the box of humbugs and, and that, that about do it, I reckon. Just tell him about Crowell Castle. Why do you go to Crowell Castle Crowell instead? Castle. Rob Tip, mate, if you're in retirement, you're looking to head to Sovereign Hill in your retirement? Oh, absolutely. I, lo- I love the um, little uh, raspberry sour drops they've got there. It's great. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I might head to Wobby's World for my retirement. <laughs> well, that was in Langwarren South as well. Right. Oh, oh well, I, I wouldn't I, have to go far no, then. Was it, no, Wobby's World? No, it was Leisureland. Leisureland was in Leisure was Land. in Langwarren. Yeah, Is, yeah. Isn't that where they just sell a whole lot of tracksuits and stuff? Leisure, Leisure <laughs> <laughs> But D-Day is less than a month away and they hope to rehome their well-cared-for feathered friends by then. We are accredited by FreePAC, the Free Range Egg and Poultry Association. Excellent. Much much stricter than the RSPCA. <laughs> I feel like you're taking a bit of P1SS out of it, mate. <laughs> we have some families who bring their kids here with a picnic to watch the chooks run around. Said Janos. 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 Thank you, Janos. Janos. Yeah. We hope that we sell the chickens to good homes. They have. I went to school with Janos. <laughs> Did you? Janos is yeah. about ten years hey, old. He and Eva met at high school. Oh, right. yeah. They got together to year twelve formal. It was terrific. <laughs> Both of them, year, grade one was the first seventy years of their life. I reckon if they're in your year. We hope that we sell the chickens to good homes. They have nice lives, and we could like to see that continue. The doors to Nirvana Eggs are officially closing on October the 22nd. Oh, no. I've got, got two, two days. Two days. Two days, mate. Gee whiz. And by the time this pod drops, they're shut. They're shut. They're gone. This is about how long I've been sitting on, <laughs> sitting on this one, mate. How long have you been sitting on it for? Wayne to lay it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll continue to open every day until then and have 4,000 chooks available to rehome for $10 each. Wow. They're not rehoming. They're selling. They're that's selling that's them. called selling. Yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. selling. A few interesting comments came under the article. I thought oh, I'd yeah. just run through those, mate. Roger. Roger says, I'd offer to take all 4,000, but my freezer isn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's great when people write content for us. Yeah. <laughs> Dave says, send them to Collingwood's club rooms. Buckley can snuggle each one and tell them not to worry. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Robert a bit says... Bitter. Robert, yeah. Robert says, send them to Parliament House. Yeah. yeah. Can't do any worse. Yeah. Ash says, KFC. Right, yeah. Uh, 
Anthony says seems a bit extravagant. Extravagant. There you go. Yes. Yeah. And Frank, he's like me. Seems like they're just selling chooks. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, mate. That, that's just a nice. Um, that that just saves them on uh, advertising from in the Cranbourne leader. Uh, say uh, chooks for sale. It's like no, they actually get an article out of it rather yeah. than you know buying in the classifieds. Exactly. So he's putting it on Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace, like you say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you better go, mate. I'm having malfunction now, I, equipment here. Yeah, um, now, I um, also found on ABC News um, uh, a, uh, a really interesting thing where um, some dudes over in South Australia, some emergency vets are getting ready for uh, bushfire season. Oh, yeah. An inflatable veterinary field hospital, hospital launched ahead of South Australia's fire season. What? So I'll show you a little, um, little, little pick, pictorial here. So um, the uh, and I love a good acronym too, Lewis. Yeah. So these guys are called Savem, S A V E M. Yeah. Right. The uh, the South Australian uh, Veterinary Emergency Management Staff. Nice. Savem. I good love work. a good acronym. Good That's good great. Work. Yeah. So what this thing is is that um, so if they What's a modified bouncy castle? Are we talking? It's here? like an upside down bouncy castle. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, well, the, where the floor's not bouncy because if you're trying to, you know bandage up a koala's foot on the bouncy thing it's not it's, it's not, not good working. for the koala so you got to bounce off the roof no no you got to got to put a put it on a stick yeah you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah make megan merkel yeah. style are you yeah. allowed to yeah is south australia allowed you to handle the koalas or? oh you can do anything you like in south australia with a koala it's oh fantastic. right That's, yeah on a stick off a stick no you know, barred kind sti- of stuff sti- stick into the ear hole it's fine you can do whatever you like right, okay. crazy though south I, australia I guess, I guess in new south wales though if you've got a koala on the ground what you have to Poke it with a stick till it sort of hangs on and take take it off to the to, just, to the inflatable. Balance it, just balance yeah. it on that stick to the to the inflatable uh, inflatable <laughs> castle. Um, so, uh, sorry, mate. Yeah, go on. Where are we? Um, yeah. So, um, during the Samson Flat bushfire of 2015, we saw probably close to a thousand animals over an eight-week period. Savems Dr. Rachel Westcott said, many of those were wildlife, mainly kangaroos and koalas, but we did see all species such as horses, dogs, cats, reptiles, other pets, as well as cattle and sheep. Um, and so they go on and talk about you know the catastrophic injuries that some of these animals can have, and there's a really you know, sad little picture here of a koala oh, with all, yeah. all of its feet, uh, oh, you know, it's soaking in some uh, in some water. But dipping um, in the ice buckets. But basically, so what this is is so that you know, the, so these guys, um, uh, if there's a, a fire going on, then they can t- go out. They've got this thing that goes up in ten minutes, right? And so then they've got a, a fully enclosed. So it's a, for listeners at home. I'll, I'll put the link up online. But it's basically a, a blow-up dome. That's um, I think they've got. It, the, it looks like one of those things in that movie, The Martian, with um, you know that recent movie. Oh yeah, with Matt Martian. Damon. Yeah, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. I, I haven't seen it yet, so don't oh. spoil it for me. Well, that's what it looks like, mate. Or, or it, for, for it also looks like ET when they're uh, walking through the thing at you know where ET's yes. in his containment unit. Yeah, yeah, um, right. So I think it's about ten meters long or something like that. So they've um so they can wheel in all of their their treatment tables, their anesthetic machines, and all that sort of stuff, and give them a covered uh wow. covered workplace wherever they go. So they take it out to a footy oval or whatever. So so that's really good. You know, I thought that was um, pretty it, awesome. How's it anchored down, mate? Uh, I, I think they ten just pigs? uh yeah they just any of the animals that don't make it. I think they just. You know, oh. I put them in the, the no, no, um, yeah, big, big. T- <laughs> Can we edit that out? <laughs> I think we might. Um, just, just a horse. Because <laughs> have um, you seen We Can Be Heroes? Yes, yeah, <laughs> donkey. Yeah. No, whatever. Donkey was that We Can Be Heroes? 
The guy that called himself Donkey, he's, he was in the police force. Right. And he uh, one day, is the inflatable castle took off in the air. Right. And he was the one who held on to it and floated around with the big inflatable castle. Right. And eventually brought it back down to the ground. And so we got a, you know, we well, can be heroes. You got an award for an it. An award for yeah, it, right. Donkey. <laughs> donkey. He rings up, you know, he rings up the police. <laughs> the police, uh, his mates at the police force, he goes, ah, go, oh, g'day, g'day, Barry, it's Donkey. And they're like, who? Donkey, remember me, Donkey? He's like, no, who are no, you? I don't remember. No, who are you? <laughs> like that, but, eh? So either donkey or your really big tent pegs. I, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine they've probably got you know, some of those big star pickets in there, but um, right. you just got to make sure they don't put the star pickets through the side of the inflatable thing, otherwise it you know, <laughs> yeah. sort of falls in <laughs> yeah. on itself. Um, Do they use a big inflatable hammer to hammer the, the yeah, star maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a squeak in it too. Um, so, but this, these guys are, um, yeah, and so they've made all, I got all the money for it through, um, uh, through donations and stuff too. So, uh, so I reckon that was, um, that was pretty, um, pretty awesome. That's I think impressive. It, yeah. It cost them well, th- well, hopefully they won't need it. It's like the main thing for fire season. Absolutely. Coming up. And they can just, you know, use it to cook sausages out of the Bunnings. <laughs> you um, can't cook sausages out, mate. It's going to burn. Just out the front of. Um, oh, right. Because, you know, there's times when you go to Bunnings and you don't feel like lining up because it's wet, you know, because it's raining. Um, right. But oh, you know, like a shelter. Like a shelter. It's yeah, not yeah. It's raining, mate. It's um, fires. But no, I thought that was really cool, those guys. So, so there you go. Save them. We'll put a, we'll put a link on there. Go and talk to them because they um, seem like they're doing pretty good work. Um, disclaimer right, time. Yeah, I think so. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet we do our best to provide the most up-to-date information but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification good stuff mate what do you got for us this week Robbie? Oh, you've given up on the arm have you you've been battling yeah. with your oh, microphone mate. arm for the last 15 oh, I don't know minutes what's it's, it's broken it won't stick on anymore oh no good the, so i'm uh, hands hands free now mate no oh. no now you're on hands on no, hands on Sorry, hands yeah. on yeah. yeah hands on we're gripping it <laughs> <Two hands. laughs> white knuckling it um S- they're small hands though yeah that's right um uh, for, uh, <laughs> Trump style. <laughs> I've got normal size hands. I got the most awesome hands in the world. I build a wall around my hands. Mate, we're gonna lose lose listeners if you, you start paying no, our yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, hypothyroidism right. in cats, Lewis. Okay. You know? <laughs> I'm feeling like that right now. Oh, my head's yeah, a bit off. <laughs> Um, so, uh, hypothyroidism in cats, um, very common, uh, the most common endocrine disease, hormonal disease that we see in cats, Lewis, you know, um, which is really funny because, you know, when you read a lot of the old textbooks and stuff, like they didn't actually really see much in the way of hyperthyroidism, uh, you know, in the black and white days of veterinary medicine. It's really only been a thing that's been coming up sort of in the last... You know, yeah, it's 40, really 40 of, years or so. Really sort of spiked, hasn't it? We don't really know why that's occurred, whether it's a breeding, the type of, you know, we're breeding you know, different cats that are the more prone to it or whether it's sort of with our environment or to do with what we're feeding. We yeah. really just don't know. Do or we? is it just that we're looking for it, you know, yeah, is, is the other one, you know? Yeah, so, yeah um, good point. So, so more common diabetes, you reckon? Oh, hypothyroidism? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. How many cats do you see at work with hypothyroidism compared to diabetes? No, we never see cats with them, mate. <laughs> What is it? Never seen that's it. Why, that's what comes to the podcast. Yeah, that's what wow, geez, I, I remember hearing yeah, about that at hyper uni. Hyper what? Hyper what it is? What is it, Robbie? Yeah, so what is hypothyroidism? I'm glad you asked that. So the thyroid hormone or the thyroid gland is a gland that we've um, all got in our neck that produces thyroid hormone. Um, right. And the thyroid hormone is released after a signal comes down from our pituitary gland in our brain to come down to our thyroid gland and say, pump out some thyroid hormone because your body needs it. And our bodies use 
use thyroid hormone for lots of stuff. It's one of the things that sets up our metabolic rate. Our cells use it to try and um, uh, you know, burn energy, to try and, um, you know, it's, it's part of what we uh, use every day is yep. our thyroid hormone. Yep. But it's under a really, really tight control that once, the, once you start producing the thyroid hormone, the negative feedback goes up into the brain, stops release, releasing the uh, thyroid releasing hormone or thyroid, you know, stimulating hormone depending on you know and all the uni students go you forgot about the TSH and the TRH and everything Um, we don't care about that the feedback stops it so then that way you don't keep producing too much thyroid hormone yep Unless you're a cat with hyperthyroidism. Yeah, well, perhaps for the listeners to know, uh, uh, just taking it back a step, hyperthyroidism is different to hypothyroidism, isn't it? Yes. Which is perhaps more common in, in humans, where you have a low production of thyroid, yep. and people often gain weight associated with That's the most common sort of symptom we see. In these cats, they're overproducing too much thyroid hormone, aren't they? So it's hyperthyroidism. Correct. Hi- hyper meaning too much, yeah. hypo meaning yeah. not enough. Yeah, yeah and we see, we see hypothyroidism in dogs occasionally, but it's high thyroidism so too much thyroid hormone production in cats yes so what happens with these cats is that um, most of the time they are little nodules that form within the thyroid gland yep. that um, that produce thyroid hormone and doesn't listen to the feedback mechanism right. so you just pump out way too much thyroid hormone so you've got more thyroid hormone pumping around your body than what you need which means that all those effects of the thyroid hormone then are multiple Applied by gangbusters. Yep. Yep. So your metabolism goes up. So generally, the other way that you can get it too is if you um, sometimes you can get cancers in there too. So so actual uh, cancers of the thyroid gland that are active that are functionally producing the thyroid hormone. But it's more more normal to have a benign growth, isn't it? You know, benign Benign thyroid nodule. It's got a nodule in the neck. A benign thyroid nodule is actually. That's a hard word to say. Benign thyroid nodule. Much more like it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, benign nodular hyperplasia nice, as well. That's, that's not bad whiz. either. Yeah, that's, yeah. A bad, that's not yeah. a bad one. Yeah. Don't turn all the listeners off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, so the signs. So if we've got increased metabolism, then therefore we're going to see signs of... Cats losing weight, the increased thyroid hormone can make them vomit, can give them diarrhea. So incredibly hungry. So weight loss despite increased hunger. Um, You can get, um, uh, the cats will often get really unkempt coats and they sometimes can get cranky as the classic tortoiseshell, cranky old tortoiseshell. Change in behaviour. Yes. They can start to get all kinds of, you know, sort of crummy and unhappy as they get older. Um, And sometimes they can get really, really sick from it too like you know the thyroid can have effects on uh, other organs you can have heart issues with it you can get kidney problems uh, all sorts of stuff but generally the signs you'll see from the outside increased appetite weight loss generally drinking more weighing more vomiting diarrhea yeah, and, and a pretty stuff. horrible ugly looking old cat Yeah, and generally old cats generally old cats yeah it is yeah man, mainly old cats so what, what do you do about it mate how do, you, how do we diagnose it what do we do so diagnosis is a blood test so yes. um, so well first clinical examination so we get in we take a, a good history and then we do a thorough clinical examination sometimes you can feel the not thyroid nodule flicking around in the neck you can't you, know? can't you sometimes we can feel it absolutely yeah Um, and sometimes you can feel the thyroid nodule and the, and the 
their thyroid hormone is normal. But um, you know, generally, if you've got a big enough nodule and you've got clinical signs, uh, usually you can. Uh, when you do the test, you test for the uh, thyroid hormone levels in the blood, and usually you see that they are pretty damn high. Yeah. Um, well, they can be a little bit high. They can be fairly high, and they can be crazily high. Anywhere so, in between. And any any of the grey area in between. And yeah. it's a pretty standard test, isn't it? You know, your, your, your regular vet can run that test. You know, Absolutely. It's, it's a standard one we'll add in for any old cat. You know, we'll always add it into an old cat profile that, you know, if, it, if it's unwell or it's lost a bit of weight, we always go, oh, you know, perhaps we just check the thyroid. And Worthwhile checking. Yeah. We, we check it standard in any of the old cats. We always uh, always just do it because at least then as much as anything, you you might find something that was brewing or, you know, you, at least you can rule it out pretty easily by doing the test. And so that's why you're the super vet, mate. Oh, well, thank yeah, you very much, yeah, Lewis. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I just tick a box, mate. That's all. I don't. I don't do the test. So hand, I, the, it, hand it to the nurses. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's, it's it's Deb and all the other lab crew that uh, that they get it all done. Yeah, so big shout out to Deb. Um, so uh, so yeah, usually diagnosis is pretty uh, is usually pretty straightforward. Sometimes you can get some funky ones, but you know, ninety nine percent of the time it's a pretty you know sort of slam dunk diagnosis. Yep. So what do we do, mate? Cat's, our cat's been uh, diagnosed with. Hypothyroidism. What what are we looking to so do? So treatment wise, this is when things start to. Well, and also on the just going back to the bloods that we also then look for other things as well. What are their kidneys doing? Looking yep. for for blood cell changes. Looking for other comorbidities. Do they have diabetes? Do they have other yep. stuff? Because yep. sometimes that will determine you know other things we need to be careful of with treatment. But um, yeah, treatment wise, this is where things start to get a little bit more on the. Uh, not controversial, but there's plenty of options. It's difficult, you know? isn't it? Yeah, it's it's difficult to be able to say there's one treatment that is that is the cure for all. Correct. One ring rules them all. Yes, yeah, Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, you know, it's it's horses for courses, isn't it, mate? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So the 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 mainstay of medi- of uh, treatment, I guess, is medication. And so the way that the medication yep. works is it it stops the thyroid uh, gland from producing the thyroid hormone. It stops the cleaving of the um, from the inactive hormone to the active hormone and so you get a reduction in the amount of thyroid hormone that's floating around in the blood so um the good thing is is that most of the time it works the yep. pain in the bum thing is that means that then your cat's on medication then for the rest of its life yep. and we do need to keep on doing blood tests in order to be yep. making sure that the thyroid is still going okay because sometimes you'll have control and then the thyroid gland gets a little bit upset and it starts pumping out more thyroid hormone again. Yeah, so you on. need to adjust the dosing. Um, and there's a few different options for medical treatment out there now too, um, which is good. You know, the, yeah. um, the couple, yeah, or there's the standard, um, uh, standard uh, uh, carbimazoles. Oh, different, um, different medications. Yeah, different yeah, different sure. formulations. Yes. Yeah, there of, are. You know, so. Um, best talk to your vet about that. Talk to your vet about the different ones. Yeah, um, so the and also then when you are treat oh we'll talk about that in a sec. Um the, the second way um is then surgery. Now surgery to go in and remove the gland um yes. was often seen as a uh, as a good let's go in there and take out the thyroid gland and yeah. that'll that'll solve to, the problem. I used to do it a lot in the UK, maybe, you know, when I was there, I don't know, twenty years ago or so. No, that wouldn't be right. It'd be ten years ago. Ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. we used to we used to do that a little bit and try and take maybe the bigger bigger thyroid there's two thyroid glands, you know, two two parts of the thyroid gland. We used yeah. to try and take the bigger one out and leave the smaller one in. Uh, they seem to do okay, but you know, sometimes then they need supplementation. Sometimes, you know, they need tablets. Mm. It never seemed to be quite 100%. Sometimes you're worried about the calcium levels because there's yeah. an effect with the 
the parathyroid hormone gland. So yeah, I don't know where where's it at with surgery these days. Look, the, the thing with surgery, one of the big issues, particularly if you're doing a a one-sided thyroid gland removal, is recurrence of the disease in the other yeah, gland. Right. You know, um, uh, if you are removing both, then yeah, there are the issues with the parathyroid gland that's in control of your your calcium. Um, the other thing that's an issue with surgery is if you leave any of the thyroid gland behind, then the cat can still be hyperthyroid. So yeah, there's a really yeah. high recurrence rate with surgery. Some cats, it solves the problem really well, but uh, not all the time. Yeah, I don't know surgery. if it's done that much. Is I don't know. No, you just, some people really like doing it and some and others don't. It depends yeah. on whether you like scalpel blades or you know medical work Yeah, it could probably also depend on the, the cat as well. If you have trouble you know, medicating the cat, yeah, <coughs> we we had a um a, a case um earlier this year with a um a, a guy who's just flat out not going to be able to medicate his cat, can't feed it the um the or do the other treatments. So we went and did surgery, yeah. and, and for this cat, for the last nine months, it has been controlled, and I know it's going to be not controlled at some point in the future. But at least for this nine months, yeah. you know, it has made his life and the cat's quality of life. Much, much, much better. And you can so get a you can get a transdermal medicate that made in transdermal as well, can't you? The put on the ear, absolutely the, of the ear, and rub it in there. Yeah, that, that seems to work quite effectively for some cats. That if you can't peel them, so absolutely that option as well to talk to your vet about. Definitely. What, what um, else? What other options are there? Mate, so there's treatment? also food. Um, so there's a food that's come out recently yes. that um that if that is incredibly low in iodine. So they, um, they sponsor mate. We mentioned no, no, no. no that's right. Yeah. Won't mention their name. <laughs> Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, the, the way the food works, but the fact that it's got no iodine in it, the thyroid hormone is based on iodine. So that's why people have heard of goiter. Goiter, if you've had got too much th- um, iodine around, well, then your, your thyroid glands swell or vice versa. You know, if you don't have enough iodine, you can get goiter too. Um, so what this food does is this food just stops any iodine from getting into the cat, which therefore, if you don't have iodine, you don't have thyroid hormone, and so therefore the thyroid hormone levels drop. Yeah, but that's why g- they got iodized salt now, isn't it? Iodonized salt? Uh, what, for, for humans? Yeah, or in our bread, isn't it? Is there iodine in our bread now? I don't know. I is there? I think there is. There's a, some sort of regulation, I think, so that we all get enough iodine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't know so. that. Well, there yeah. you go. Something Tips like for that. young players. Yeah, or I could be just making it up, mate. Yeah, but it sounds yeah. great. Yeah, let's Google that later. Let, later, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the food, the food can work well, but you have to be one hundred percent that food. Nothing else. Cats right. got to be indoor. Can't eat mice. Can't eat rats. Can't have treats. Wow. Can't have anything. Got to be one hundred percent on this food and nothing else. Otherwise, they get a little bit of iodine and phew, up goes the thyroid hormone it's again. It's not going to be effective. Correct. Have you got um, many cats on it? You use the food? Uh, we've got one cat on it. Yeah, yeah, one, one cat because the um, yeah, and this this guy the a the cat ate the food. B the it's an indoor cat. C the guy. Um, said, yeah, no, that's fine. I can feed this and nothing else. Wow. And so the cat is controlled. It's wow. great. That's um, yeah. The the I'm other sure I'd w- use it more if if, if they uh, if they, if they got on board. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think they might. I want to use a couple of free bags. Yeah. So it's a great food. Yeah, got, got five cats on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, and the uh, the way that um, I guess. Probably the future, the future for treating of hyperthyroidism, you know, is radioactive iodine. Yes. So radioactive iodine. It's not the future, it's now. It's now, it's yes. Now. Um, so radioactive iodine, the way that that works is that a um, a radioactive isotope of the iodine is given as an oral tablet, which and because the iodine concentrates in the thyroid glands, the radioactive iodine goes into thyroid glands and it basically cooks the thyroid gland from the inside. Yes. But then it doesn't affect 
really the like it's you don't get a uh, massive radiation issues elsewhere in the body. Yes, um, very uh, especially you know targeted, isn't it? Just it's sort of incredibly targeted. Yeah. The other way that it works really really well is because sometimes if you do have what's called ectopic thyroid tissue, so thyroid tissue that's in other places around the body, yes. um, this radioactive iodine will target it because right. anywhere that takes up iodine is going to get hit by the radioactive yep. iodine. Yep. There are issues with it in that it's radioactive, so you've got to have special licenses to be able to use it. So there's only a few vet clinics around that can do it. Yep. Um, but for the right cat, and, and it's more expensive to do as an initial outlay, but for the right cat, um, you know, gee whiz, yeah, we've had some cats treat we treated with radioactive iodine and they have been brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to go in hospital for, you know, a week or so. A week. They, yeah. yeah. While they, while so the, treatment. the the clinics that are um, that are registered for it, usually they um, admit and hospitalise the cat for seven to ten days. They, um, so basically boarded there for seven to ten days. Yep. You can't pat your cat, you can't go and see them or anything, or you can mm. wave at them through the window, mm. but um, otherwise they're in there while they are radioactive. So, or radioactive, you know. I, I always while say to people. glowing, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always say to people, you know, it's a shame that it's called radioactive iodine. As soon as you say radioactive, the owners there, you know, their eyes glaze over and they go, no, yes. I'm not going to do it. It was just called happy, happy, fancy iodine. You know, oh, I think it'd yeah. be a lot better. I think there'd be much better uptake. They need some some marketing done Maybe on the it. kryptonite chamber or something like that, mate. Yeah, but still, kryptonite's bad for Superman and Superman's a good guy, yeah, you know? Okay. So we, we just got to work it. We got to workshop it. Yeah, yeah, all right. So prognosis-wise, um, generally prognosis is really good. Usually it is a eminently controllable disease. Um, you just need to make sure of the uh, comorbidity particularly kidney issues and heart problems with it as well and it does involve monitoring if your cat's got hypothyroidism we're going to have to keep an eye on it to make sure that the thyroid control is still under control otherwise you might be treating your cat and it's actually doing nothing yeah so it involves your regular blood tests and regular checkups certainly in initial stages and then yeah. Then ongoing, once it's a bit more stable, I suppose you still need those blood tests, don't you? So done. And yeah. the cats, they they put on weight. And like one of the things I say to owners when they're when we when we're treating their cats, because often invariably these cats are arthritic, and so we'll often be getting them in for the arthritis injection. So I'm often seeing these guys every three months anyway. And I say to them, look, if if your cat's eating the same amount, drinking the same amount, and it weighs the same amount every three months. Chances are your thyroid's fine. Yes. It's when you come in and they're eating more and they've lost 500 grams and they look, you know, ratty and horrible, there's a very good chance that your thyroid's going to be out, you know, out of whack. And if we weren't planning on doing a blood test this time, well, we're going to be, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is as well, you know, with the you know the thyroid, some people might say, oh, well, can't we just sort of leave it alone? You know, the cat's really ah, hungry. Ah, it's a very good point. You know, it's, it's doing okay. It's... it's it's thirty nine years old. Yes, potentially. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about know, to turn forty. Exactly, you know, about you know, to get stand up paddleboard, all big, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the big four. Run the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mate, uh, go, go to the monster trucks, you know, all those things. All, all the things you do as a 40-year-old. As a 40-year-old, yeah. exactly, yeah. by next Nickelback CD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, you know, it is important that we treat it because the biggest, I guess, the biggest side effect we see from it is it can cause blindness. Yeah. You know, with that, uh, the increase in the blood pressure that causes just basically can blow the retinas off the back of the eyes. Yeah. And it's very hard to reattach a retina once you've blown that retina off. So Yeah, uh, un but, yeah untreated hypothyroidism will kill your cat. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing, you know. Yeah. It, it is a controllable disease that un um, untreated will kill your cat. Um, they'll they'll damage their eyes, you know. So um, from the hypertension, they'll you'll you'll blow the back of your eyes yep. off. You'll end up with heart problems. Yeah. You'll end up with kidney problems, and you'll end up with neurological problems. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. You know. It's um. And it's not a great quality. I mean the. 
the cats look like they're fine because they're eating, but they're internally they're just cooking themselves. Yeah, the metabolism's just really, really kicking over, isn't it? Yeah, for it's sure. Going mile a minute. So anyway, that's hypothyroidism. If anyone wants any anything else or I've missed anything, hit me up for it because you know I was you know running through you know. Bit of fun. That's Hypothyroidism. Fan- it's common. That's fantastic, mate. That is great stuff. Thank you, That's Lewis. That's really, really good stuff. What have Matt. you got for us, Lewis? Well, what mate, do you want to bring I, into evidence? Well, I reckon we're running out of time, mate. Oh, we're so, done? Yeah, I reckon we Dunsky. are. Dunsky. Yeah, I reckon we... Um, you got any ma- have you got any mailbag this week? Do you get anything at all? Uh, no, I've got nothing so far. No, have you got, any, got anything on the... No, uh, no, I didn't get a mailbag. So, look, if you've got any questions for us... Please send us a question. Yes. We need some questions. We need some content. We need some content. Give us some content, yeah. please. Give us something... Actually, someone did ask a question, but I'll have to go for next week. I'll remember what it is in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, no. No. Oh, um, have we got enough time for me to sing my um, my uh, my pug song? Yeah, of course. Okay, so, 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 so the singing vet. We, we, we were talking about this um, between, uh, like, before we started recording, and Lewis said, save it for the podcast. Save it. We need the content. So, no problems, Lewis. So, um, <laughs> So, um, and sounds like we're starving for content, mate. We're yeah, no, yeah, we're not, we're not that bad, man. Let's let's roll out <laughs> the just, singing vet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, whenever uh, we've talked about this before with pugs, where we, um, yeah, when we're trying to uh, cut pugs' nails, and pugs' nails are always tough because they curl right over, yep. and when you're trying to trim their nails, they yeah, they're being oh, they, held. They love it, so they have trouble breathing. Yeah. They they're trying to choke, and they oh, they yeah, what what we call asphyxiation, <laughs> they call breathing. Yes. Um, and their blood pressure's up. So when you're trying to cut their nails, if you get the quick and it hurts a little bit, their blood pressure's up anyway. You can never get it to stop. So um, in order to try and soothe them, Lewis, in order to try and sort of make them feel a little yes. bit better, when I've got them out the back, I, I, I sing them a little song. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, and here, how does that song go, Rob? It goes a little something like this. Hush, little puggy, don't you cry. Or you'll stop breathing and then you'll die. And if your lifeless body I take back in, oh, then the vet board your owner will ring. Calms them right down. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. Love it, mate. So that's 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 letting the listeners behind the fourth wall because I don't sing that in the consult room. It's probably a good idea. I see it to the nurses because the nurses get a little bit tense while I'm trying to trim up the pugs' nails, and so it's more to try and it's to ease the tension for the nurses, try and sort of you know make them feel a little bit better. Works a treat. I feel like I I know how it feels to be working with Daryl Summons now. Just uh, brings out the drums at any chance. Uh, bit any of a chance you vet. can get. Yeah. Do you any chance? Bring it out. I like it, mate. Oh, it's, you know, parties, weddings, parties, anything. But, yeah. uh, all the nurses at my work, uh, I won't be seeing that. Because uh, <laughs> I can't sing. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Um, So uh, send us an email, twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Please, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a review on iTunes. We haven't had one for a while. Give us a five-star review. And tell your friends. um, Put a link through on your Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram or whatever you cool kids are doing. It'd be great. Send us a photo of it. We'll send you a sticker. We've got these great stickers. Please let us know so we can send them out to you. Otherwise, my kids are just going to keep putting them on their bed and I'm going to have to keep peeling them off. Okay. Not though. I'm not going to send off send you the ones that you know have either a fall off the back ones. from the marathon. Yeah, no, no. We only use unused stickers for our listeners. But, but if you'd like a sticker soaked in Robbie's marathon sweat, <laughs> there's, there's well. one. There's one around Albert Park. Like, <laughs> <laughs> have a look for it. There's one stuck to some lady's hand. Yeah. 
It's probably stuck on the bottom of someone's Sikorni <laughs> shoe. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. Find yeah. us on Facebook. Find us on Patreon. If yes. you want to help support us, stick us, uh, uh, sling us some money on Patreon. You can get a sticker. We promise it won't be used. Uh, we'd really appreciate yeah, or it. Or a t-shirt um, if you want. T-shirt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We've had a, we've got a couple of t-shirts out there in the world now, which is awesome. Excellent. We've got a photo on Facebook that day somewhere in a t-shirt. We did, yeah. The Hairy Fairies. The Hairy Pit Fairies. Mining. Yeah, those, those dudes are fantastic. Big shout out. Yeah. Big shout out. Thanks for the support and I love the photos. Absolutely. It's it terrific. Great. So, uh, so, yep, there's a, uh, you know, um, it's, they're out there, mate. Maybe we should start a little merch store, you know? Oh, out, on, out on the nature strip. Oh. <laughs> you know, oh, the girls Garage and sale. Olive. Yeah, carousel. For all the leftover stickers we've got. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, mate. I reckon that's a wrap. No problems at all. Peace out, everybody. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.